Blog Talk Radio. And we're back with our fourth edition here of Fantasy Baseball Prep Over the Top Sports. Big Mike here with you for the next half hour. Going to be talking outfielders. And uh, listen, not as as years pass, it's much different. Uh, outfielders truly drops off. I, I believe in uh, it's really tiered this year. And I think the first 10, uh, well, obviously, Trout and Betts are their own tier. And then after that, you have uh, from 3 to 12 would be a tier. Uh, you know, 12 to 20, and then it's just, you know, the, the next best of the bunch. But outfielders truly drops off. It's not as deep as the infield. You really want to get one of those top guys if you can. And, um, you know, obviously it's easier to say that than to do it, uh, you know, when it comes to draft day. But uh, a huge drop off. We're going to talk about it. We'll get into it. And uh, we'll get right into it here. The gold standard in fantasy baseball, number one on everybody's board is Mike Trout. And it's just, it's unbelievable. Uh, you're looking at a future Hall of Famer. You're looking at somebody you'll be able to tell your kids or your grandkids that I, I saw Mike Trout play. The shame what the Angels are doing with him with those bad teams wasting him. But his three-year average, 105 runs, 33 home runs, 83 RBIs, 25 stolen bases, 310 average. I mean, he is fantasy. He hits every category. Uh, Brad Ausmus has already said this year he's going to be the two-hitter. Last year, between two and three, but this year, Osmus said predominantly he'll be the two-hitter. You like that. Maybe he'll see some more fastballs, maybe some more stolen base opportunities. But uh, Mike Trout, he's number one. If you don't take Trout and you go with this guy, number two, Mookie Betts, which we're starting to see a little bit more. Both guys are average draft position one, which shows you that the public is a little split. Um, I'm not going to knock you for going one way or the other here, but I, I think Trout is still the safest play in fantasy baseball. But number two, Mookie Betts. At 346 last year, absurd. The arrival of J.D. Martinez helped him, he said. J.D. Martinez showed him how to prep for game day, showed him how to watch film. Uh, He added 82 points to his average. He stole 30 bags, uh, 129 runs scored in that lineup, which you would have to think it's a ridiculous number, but it's still possible it could happen again this year with that lineup. So love Mookie Betts there. Mookie Betts only 26 years old, and um, he should they should be one and two. That's the way it should go in fantasy baseball this year on the draft. Uh, number three, I have J.D. Martinez, and J.D. Martinez had a, a tremendous season last year for the Boston Red Sox. 43 home runs, 130 RBIs, 330 average, 111 runs, 31 years old. The big difference with J.D. Martinez is um, he's DHing. He doesn't have to play the field. It limits the injury risk with him. And that was always the issue. Numbers would always be there offensively. It's just, you know, is he going to twist an ankle out in the outfield? Is he going to get hurt? You don't have to worry about that now with the Red Sox. Fenway Park, DH, took advantage of, uh, you know, the monster out there. Never hit worse than 299 in any month last year. He was red hot from the get-go. Lowest strikeout rate since uh, 2012. J.D. Martinez, as safe as they come on draft day. Number four, and it is the reigning MVP in the National League, Christian Yellick. And I think when the Milwaukee Brewers acquired Christian Yellick, they understood they were getting a good player, um, a young player. But I don't think they understood how good Christian Yellick of a season he would really put together last year. And that's what he did. He um, 
367, 25 home runs, 67 RBIs in 65 games in the second half. It's incredible. Hard hit rate jumped up from uh, the year prior to last year, 35% to 48%, squaring the ball up. And he hit lefties better than he hit righties. As a left-handed hitter, you never hear that in this day and age in baseball. So uh, 337 against lefties, 321 against righties. There's zero reason to think that uh, Christian Yellow can't repeat that. Moustakis brought back in. It's a good lineup, good offensive hitters. It's a good hitter's ballpark. I like Christian Yalek as my fourth outfielder heading into the season. Number five might surprise some people, and uh, and I'll explain it. But um, it's Giancarlo Stanton, and I'm truly buying in to Giancarlo Stanton. He struggled at home last year. He had 229. He had 18, uh, 20 home runs at home, 18 on the road. He hit dramatically better on the road than he did at Yankee Stadium. Strikeout route, a strikeout rate jumped to 30%, which, I mean, you expect that sometimes with a power hitter. Maybe felt the pressure at Yankee Stadium in front of the fans, trying to hit more long balls. But when you're hitting better on the road than you are at Yankee Stadium, something's going to switch. Yankee Stadium is one of the best ballparks to hit in. I think you see it this year, that second year there. He's more comfortable. I love a big year from Giancarlo Stanton. And I have Giancarlo Stanton in the top five because he's some, he can hit 50 home runs. He is one of those guys that could hit 50 home runs easily, 100 RBIs, uh, you know, 90-something runs. Average will be lower. I understand that. But in a day and age where power is so rare, true power like that, 50 home runs from position, I, I'm buying into Giancarlo Stanton in his second year with the New York Yankees. Number six, we don't have to go very far. It's Aaron Judge for me. And uh, listen, Aaron Judge led all of Major League Baseball in average exit velocity. The kid is an absolute monster up there, standing, what, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, it's ridiculous. The hard hit rate, 48%, another good stat. 31% strikeout, uh, tad high. We just said Stanton jumped to 30, so Judge a little higher than that. Um, I don't expect that to really change. You've seen Judge. He, he is susceptible to the strikeout. Before injury last year, he had 285, 26 home runs, 61 RBIs. He bats second in that loaded Yankee lineup. He sees good pitching. Um, he had the wrist injury at the end of the year, so it wasn't even really something he did, uh, you know, an injury like a hamstring or, or something like that where it's more concerning. Got hit by a pitch. It's a broken wrist. Uh, injuries like that, I, I tend to brush them off more. I like Aaron Judge in the number six spot. Uh, number seven, it's Ronald Acuna, and uh, this is an elite, elite five-tool player. His floor heading in is a 20 easily 20 home runs, 20 steals. That's a floor. I think either one of those categories, probably the steals will be higher. Um, he hit 328, 19 home runs, 45 RBIs, and 14 steals as the leadoff hitter. He's more comfortable batting leadoff. Um, the, the team has already said, uh, you know, we'd like to see him bat maybe clean up, but he has said he likes batting leadoff. And with those numbers I just told you, how could you, how could you even deny that? He was a top 20 outfielder, and he only had 487 at-bats. And let's see here. Where was he exact? He was the 12th outfielder last year in ESPN in a standard league. So the 12th outfielder, and he had 487 at-bats. The sky is the limit for this kid when it comes to fantasy. He touches every category. We've hit on them with the Braves. It's a great lineup with Donaldson and Freeman and um, Aldi Albies. It's a very good lineup. 
Ronald Acuna, you're talking about somebody who could be a top five pick next year because he hits every category, similar to Trout, very similar to Trout, similar to Mookie Betts. Love Ronald Acuna heading into uh, the season, number seven on the outfield, the rankings. Uh, Number eight, Charlie Blackman. And Charlie Blackman is somebody now that's kind of fell off a little bit. He had a good year, but it was dramatically down from 2017. 2017, he had 137 runs scored, 37 home runs, 104 RBIs, 14 stolen bases, and he batted 331. Now, we should have known that that production, it's just an, it's an incredible pace that you can't keep up. But there was a pretty big drop-off. 119 runs, still very good, but we're talking almost 20 less than the year prior. 29 home runs, so we're talking 8 less. Only 70 RBIs. We're talking 30 less runs batted in for Charlie Blackman. Sure, he bats leadoff. I get that. But 30 RBIs is 30 RBIs. Stolen bases, down two, no issue. And then the average to 291. The average dropped from 331 to 291. Walk weight rate, strikeout rate, stay the same. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. But um, it's, it's still concerning to me. At Coors Field, he's a career 344 hitter. On the road, 262 hitter. So dramatic splits for Charlie Blackman in that Coors Field factor. Now he's 32 years old. Um, it's a great lineup in Colorado. Second best hitter's ballpark. Um, listen, he's still a top 10 fantasy player. I would just limit my expectations. I don't think you see a 2017 season again from Charlie Blackman. I really don't. But a good player. Still a good, useful player. Still a top 10 outfielder when it comes to fantasy. Last year, number six on the player Raider, thanks to ESPN. Number nine, doesn't matter where he signs. It will matter if he signs, but it's Bryce Harper. And Bryce Harper struggled before the All-Star break last year. About a 249, 314 after, really picked it up. Something to look at, though. The four-year average, he's now had two seasons where he batted above 300, two seasons below 300. But the four-year average is still 283, 32 home runs, 93 RBIs, 100 runs scored, and 11 steals. It's damn impressive. It is. It's very good. You would have to think he'll be motivated with whatever club he signs. If it's the Dodgers or the Phillies, I like him more. If it's the Giants, I like him less. But if it's the Dodgers or the Phillies, I like him more. Those are good lineups. He would fit right in with RBI opportunities. Uh, Bryce Harper, for me, if it's one of those teams where he signs, and that's what we're hearing, that's what it's leaning towards. For me, he is a top 10 outfielder heading into the fantasy baseball season. Number 10, Andrew Benatendi. And um, I don't think people realize how good Andrew Benatendi is, possibly because it's J.D. Martinez and Betts out there. Um, Benatendi's really only been there for, for you know, his, this will be his third full season now with the Boston Red Sox. But Andrew Benatendi, the stats that this kid puts up, it's just it's mind-blowing to me. He had 103 runs scored last year, 16 home runs, 87 RBIs, 21 stolen bases, 290 average. Year prior, 20 home runs, 90 RBIs, 20 stolen bases. You're looking at somebody that helps every category. You're looking at someone who's only 24 years old. You're looking at somebody that um, Alex Cora has said will bat leadoff for the Boston Red Sox. Huge. Batting leadoff in front of Betts and Martinez and that lineup, it's it's unbelievable value. Uh, He's a 2020 player. The home runs were down last year. He only hit two home runs in the second half last year. He's a 2020 player. And I think you see that this season. The average dropped 20 points in the second half also last year. Maybe there's some fatigue. Maybe there was some sort of injury. But Andrew Benatendi, 24 years old, average draft position going at 29 is a steal, batting leadoff for the Boston Red Sox heading into 2019. Number 10 on the outfield of the rankings. 
Number 11 is just uh, uh, there's really one word, and it's consistency. And it's Chris Davis. He's had a 247 average the last three years. He's also those last three years had 40 home runs, 100 RBI, and at least 85 runs scored in every one of those years. He's out in Oakland, so he's not dealing with the media. And he just literally, he keeps hitting. He truly, truly, truly just keeps hitting the ball. Um, last year, 98 runs scored, 48 home runs, 123 RBIs, 247 average, 175 strikeouts. So the strikeouts are there, fine. Um, again, this is somebody that usually DHs. You don't have to worry about the injury risk, but he is qualified as an outfielder. And that's all we care about when it comes to fantasy baseball. Chris Davis is somebody that doesn't get looked at because of the average, doesn't get looked at because of the DH title, but he's outfield eligible in Yahoo leagues, should be in ESPN leagues, and he's somebody that the average is going to be 247. It has been the last three years, and he will hit 40 home runs, 100 RBIs. Number 11, uh, and this is where – this is where we, we, we shift from guys that are more of, um, you know, the, the power home run guys, RBI guys, um, to more of, you know, again, rankings, player rater, how helpful are you in, in fantasy? And this name that I'm telling you now is number 11 on the outfield and rankings for me. He finished as a top five outfielder last year, a top five outfielder, and it's Whit Merrifield. And it's going to be surprising to some. But Whit Merrifield, 88 runs scored last year, 12 home runs, 60 RBIs, 45 stolen bases, and a 304 average. Listen, when it comes to fantasy, he's hitting in every category. Second base outfield eligible. He doubled his walk rate last year. He's going to bat atop of that Kansas City lineup. Not a great lineup. Not a, I, won't, I won't even say it's a good lineup. But still, top five outfielder last year. He's going to steal bases. He's going to score runs. He's going to chip in, you know, 12 to 15 home runs, 30 steals easy. And uh, Whit Merrifield, because of that, will finish with uh, in the number 11 when it comes to the fantasy rankings here for outfielders. Uh, 192 hits last year also. Just, uh, you know, good, good baseball player. Number 12 for me, and it's um, it's not a popular pick, but, it's again, it's one of those guys that, you know, steals the home runs. It's, you know, that 2020-type floor, and it's Sterling Marte for me. 30 years old, uh, he played hurt in the second half last year. The numbers will reflect it if you go look. Still had 33 steals, 20 home runs. Only three players in all of baseball had 20 home runs, 30 steals last year. Mookie Betts, Jose Ramirez, Sterling Marte. Sterling Marte, to me, uh, he was 10th on ESPN's player Raider. This is somebody that, listen, you're going to have another good year out of him possibly next year as well. He's getting to that age, that that 30-year-old age where we start to see the drop-off. Charlie Blackman, a perfect example of that. But again, he's going to be batting leadoff, number two in that Pittsburgh lineup. It's an underrated lineup. It's a younger lineup. I think they, they're going to be better than last year. So um, to get a player like that, like I just mentioned, 20 and 30, which again, I, I think he does that obviously easily too, believe it or not. Um, the steals will be over. Um, you're not going to find value like that anywhere else that I hit two categories like that so well. So number 12, Sterling Marte. Number 13, It's another young outfield stud, and it's Juan Soto. And he quite possibly had the best season we've ever seen from a 20-year-old. If you go and look at the numbers, the stats, it's it's up there. It's truly up there with some of the best. He was 21 on the uh, rankings last year out of outfielders, Juan Soto. Um, 20 years old, like I mentioned. No Bryce Harper. So Harper comes out of that lineup. Soto plugs in, likely as the cleanup hitter. 
more opportunities for him. You would figure Rendon batting in front of him. You would figure Trey Turner batting in front of him. Where will Victor Roblet? He batted a ton of leadoff, too, when he came up last year. So three good hitters all in front of Juan Soto. Um, I get nervous with rookies that there's going to be some negative regression. I, this kid, he's almost – it's almost – He's almost too good. He's almost uh, the, the skill set is almost too good. That's where I get a little bit concerned when he hits that rookie wall. How does he bounce back? How does he turn around? But the numbers don't lie. 30 home runs I'm projecting, 90 RBIs, good average also. Juan Soto is the real deal. Um, I would just be concerned what happens when he hits that rookie wall. And it will happen. It happens to every rookie. Trout's first two weeks when he got called up, three weeks even for that matter, were not very good. So go take a look at that. Number four. Number 14 on the outfield rankings for me, and it's Chris Bryan, and I'm buying into Chris Bryan. He's 27 years old. He's a former MVP, and people are bashing Chris Bryan that uh, he's just not going to be that top elite power prospect that he once was, but a former MVP uh, had shoulder issues. He did not have surgery, but he had shoulder issues in the second half, and if you look at his swing, he's got a long follow-through, a long carry-through. To me, you know, he really made adjustments last year, tried to just make contact, cut down on the power, tried to just stay in the lineup. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and uh, no pun intended. He's already hit a home run this spring. He knows he's got to put on, you know, a bit of a show out there with the Cubs, and he's going as a draft day steal, Chris Bryant, number 34 average draft um, average draft right now. So uh, number 15, Reese Hoskins. And we've talked about Reese Hoskins, and we talked about first baseman. Elite power, good average. Um, better average hitter in triple a the average should come up folks we we really have to see it age 26 this is going to be his second full season great lineup Segarra, real muto possibly you're adding harper um big reese hoskins fan i'm buying in number 15 outfielder for me number 16 cody bellinger and i know this isn't a uh vinnie the shark here um not sold on cody bellinger he's only 23 years old He's removed from hitting 39 home runs just, uh, you know, two years ago. I'm buying in. 23 years old, fly ball rate fell from 47% in 2017 to 40 last year. That has something to do with it. Struggles against lefties. OPS, 681 against lefties last year. Not going to get it done. But, again, I'm buying into Cody Bellinger. He's still too young. He's still too talented. He's going to hit 30 home runs. I would think 85 RBIs. Very good lineup out in L.A., Got to see what happens with Harper. Corey Seager will be back hitting in front of him for a full year. I like Cody Bellinger to bounce back. And uh, average draft position, 45. It's about fair. See what happens. Uh, 17 for me, George Springer. And George Springer, he's kind of fell off where he used to be that second-round, uh, you know, sure guy. He, he's definitely fell off some 30 years old by the end of the year. So, again, George Springer is not, you know, a young 24-year-old anymore. He's going to hit that 30 age. The steals are never going to be there with George Springer. It's just never going to be there anymore. People have to come to grips with it. He's not going to steal 30 bags. He's not going to steal 20 bags. Probably won't even hit 15 bags anymore in a season. Thumb and quad injuries last year. It's a lock for 100 runs. He'll be batting leadoff for the Houston Astros. He's going to score 100 runs. I would think around 25, 30 home runs, 75 RBIs, 100 runs scored. Um, you know, 270 average. George Springer is a good player. He's no longer that elite player. Number 18, Mitch Hanniger. And um, if you have to go, you know, Mitch Hanniger is somebody that has just kind of fell through the cracks last year. But if you go look at what Mitch Hanniger did with Seattle in that lineup, 
26 home runs, 93 RBIs, 90 runs scored, 285 average. Mitch Hattiger had a great year. Up and down in the months, when you look at the months, but a great year when you put it all together. Hit 329 the last two months. He's a safe 25 home run, 80-85 RBI, 270 average. Going to score runs. It's an interesting lineup in Seattle. Edwin Encarnacion, Bruce, he'll be hitting before them. He's going to score runs also. I like Mitch Hanniger. I definitely think you're looking at a top 20 player when it comes to fantasy. He was number 13 on the outfield player radar in ESPN Fantasy Baseball last year. Just unbelievable season under the radar. Number 19, Nick Castellanos. Great season last year. Just truly a great season. He hit 381 against lefties. He's only 27. He's become one of the more consistent hitters in baseball. Number 17 outfield rankings last year on the player radar. The problem? The Detroit Tigers suck. That lineup is a joke. Uh, he has nobody of skill hitting in front of him or behind him. He's the only player really out there. That's where my concern comes in because the RBI opportunities will be down for Nick Castellanos. But a very good hitter. First base out, uh, first no, third base outfield eligible. So I like the flexibility. Top 20 outfielder, Nick Castellanos, only 27 years old. Number 20, Eddie Rosario out in Minnesota. Another 27 year old. Back to back years of 24 home runs, 77 RBIs, 287 average. Very good. First half, though, he was a stud. 311 average, 19 home runs, 60 RBIs, 64 runs scored. He got shut down in August with an injury. So that limited the opportunities, it limited his bats, limited the appearances. But this is somebody that come draft day could be a steal for you. Somebody to keep an eye on. Um, like I mentioned, 19 home runs, 60 RBIs before the half. That injury doesn't happen. Where does he finish? Keep an eye on that. Number 21, Tommy Pham. And Tommy Pham uh, started off great with the Cardinals, then went in a horrible, horrible slump where he was dropped in a, in a ton of leagues, and rightfully so. Gets traded to the Rays, and in 39 games with the Rays, hits 343, seven home runs, 22 RBIs. He's a 15-15 guy, folks. He's going to hit 15 home runs, 15 steals. I like him with the Tampa Bay Rays. I really do. He has problems with his vision. Supposedly something with the batter's eye out there. Certainly helped him playing in the dome, no battling the sun. 270 average, I believe in that. 31 years old. I have no issue. Tommy Pham, top 21 outfielder, top 20 outfielder heading into the season. Like Tommy Pham, good player. Number 22 for me is Marcel Lazuna. And uh, very rare this deep into a list can you find somebody that could hit 30 home runs. And possibly we're doing that here with Marcel Lazuna. He had off-season shoulder injury uh, surgery concerning. Um, He hit 268 the first half, so it was a bit of a struggle. He's DHing so far uh, in spring. DHing, he hasn't seen the outfield yet. They're projecting that around March 12th, March 10th, get him some outfield actions. We'll have to keep an eye on that. 2016, 2018, the season's just really similar. 23 home runs each year, 76 RBIs, 2016, 88 last year. Um, mixed in between that is the monster season that he had with Miami. Which Marcelo Zuno are we really looking at? And you would have to think it's something more in the lines of last year and and the 2016 season. I think you could see somebody that hits 30 home runs. I think a safer number for me would be around 20, 28 home runs. I would think 95 RBIs, 90 RBIs, and the average will depend, again, on how healthy he is. It's not a, he's not a huge strikeout guy. 100 strikeouts a season, not crazy. How healthy is he? 28 years old. Good lineup, good lineup 
Carpenter, Goldschmidt. Uh, Marcel Azuna could be a steal, depending where he is health-wise. Um, I think he's ready for opening day. I do. I have no issue with that. It's just more of, you know, can a shoulder injury linger? Yeah, go look at Andrew Luck. Number 24 is somebody with real high upside, somebody we've heard about for years. It's somebody that's been coddled, and it's David Dahl. And David Dahl put together a an insane second uh, half last year, really the final two months. 272 average, 12 home runs, 35 RBIs over the final two months. It's unbelievable. Uh, injuries, that's a big issue. No cargo, another big issue. He's no longer competing for playing time. 25 years old, the time is now for David Dahl. He could be somebody that has 30 home runs, 10 steals if healthy, especially in that ballpark. He could easily, if healthy, if could stay on the field, which he hasn't been able to do, he could be 30 home runs and 10 steals. Somebody to keep an eye on, 24 when it comes to outfielders. Number 25, it's Justin Upton. And Justin Upton's 31 years old. Justin Upton strikes out a ton, 20K, uh, 28% K rate for the third straight year, which is fairly high. But he's also a lock for 30 home runs. And at number 25, when it comes to outfielders, to get 30 home runs, which he's done uh, the last three straight years, it's something to keep it, you know, it's something, it's good value. 30 home runs, 80 runs scored, 80 RBIs, something around there is what I'm projecting. Uh, Justin Upton, 31 years old, does see some time with, the, you know, the DH if he needs it, whatever. Next up on the list, and it's Michael Conforto. And um, Michael Conforto is somebody that I'm truly buying into. He returned too soon last year from a shoulder injury. So, again, another shoulder injury. Marcelo Zuna, something to keep an eye on. He hit 216, 11 home runs, 30, eyes before, 30 RBIs before the break. After the break, 273, 17 home runs, 52 RBIs. Just a, a monstrous second half. Uh, he's somebody that I think this season is a shoot for 30 home runs. I think 80 RBIs, depending who he bats in front of, where he bats in the lineup. Projected now, possibly as the two-hitter. Depends where they put Cano. That's going to be the competition. If Cano bats two, Conforto more RBI opportunities. If Conforto bats two, you would think less RBI opportunities. The average is something that keeps him from being that top 20 outfielder. And it's going to be about a 260 average, I think, is a fair, safe number for Conforto. Um, next up on the list here, and for me, Nomar Mazara is somebody that really has to put it together already. He only played 37 games in the second half. Third straight 20 home run season. I like that. It's only going to be 24 years old. It's a decent buy-low option. He struggles against left-handed pitching, but that ballpark in Arlington, when those, when those hot summer days come, the ball just flies out of that, has to stay healthy. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a, a steal for you on draft day. I, I think he could approach 30 home run mark if he puts a whole season together. Again, young player. I like that. Good player. No more Mazzaro. Somebody to keep an eye on. Let's see. Uh... Number, we're up to 27. Number 27, Jossiel Puig. He's only 28 years old. He's changing teams. Um, he's a head case, but again, that doesn't matter in fantasy. Now he just came out saying that he barely tried in L.A., and I don't believe that uh, for a minute, but whatever. If he's motivated, he's motivated. Um, listen, this is the best hitter's ballpark. Great American ballpark is the best hitter's ballpark. He's going to pencil in good players in front of him, Suarez, Votto, Kemp, uh, you know, Peraza can run a little bit. So I like, you know, the players batting in front of Puig. Um, His floor is 25 home runs, 75 RBIs. It's a floor. He's somebody coming into the season with upside. He's made adjustments. His first four seasons, he swung at the first pitch 43% of the time. Last two seasons, 33% of the time. 
seeing more pitches, coming more of a patient hitter. I do. You have to like that. I'm buying into Puig as a top 30 outfielder heading into the season. Next up, Stephen Piscotty. Stephen Piscotty was traded from the Cardinals to Oakland to be closer to his his mother. Uh, you know, we all heard that story, the heartbreaking story. Return, hit the home run. Good feel, good story. He's only 28 years old. He looked like the 2016 St. Louis Cardinals Piscotty last year. Um, last 102 games last season, he had 24 home runs, 69 RBIs. 286 average. I think you're looking at somebody that 25 home runs, 80 RBIs, 270 average. You're looking at a good player. You are. So I, I like Steven Piscotty there. Uh, we'll wrap up the, the list here was uh, almost out of time, but two names, Nick Markakis, uh, he's going to make the top 30. And if you go look at the season that he had last year, it was unbelievable. He was a top 27 outfielder in fantasy on the player Raider, like Nick Markakis back with the Atlanta Braves. For the All-Star break, 323 average, 10 home runs, 61 RBIs. After, 258, 4, and 32. He cut down on his strikeouts. I like that. Back to that Atlanta Brave lineup, which I like as well. And then it's Michael Brantley. And Michael Brantley's getting a ton of love, and I, I don't really understand why. He finished number 15 on the outfield player Raider last year. I get that. Good season. It's going to be in Houston. A lot of mouths defeated Houston. A lot of outfielders they like to rotate. Um, 2016, 2017, the injuries, 31. You're looking at somebody that can, you know, 70, 75 runs, 15 home runs, 60 RBIs, 10 steals, 290 average. Nice player, useful player, but somebody that I'm not going crazy about. You know, the injury risk is just too high for me. So uh, Michael Brantley does make the top 30, but, you know, somebody I'm not rushing to get. Somebody that's not going to really have upside if you ask me that's the number right there so uh michael brantley wraps up the top 30 everybody thanks for joining us that's outfielders we're gonna get into pitchers next keep uh tuning into our twitter at over the top sport and join us saturdays 11 a.m eastern facebook live blog talk radio over the top sports